typically we like to see at least 100% return on investment. So that means if you're a person out there and you can get a product from a manufacturer for like $2 a unit, I'm sorry, let me give a better example, like $10 a unit, you should be able to at least double your money. But uh, that's the profit margin you really should look for, the return on investment, and ultimately, um, you know, just making sure that margin's there with, with private label. Hello, and welcome to the Optimized Store Owner Show, a podcast that helps frustrated store owners become optimized store owners. We are your hosts, Aaron and Christian. We want to invite you to join us each week as we share tips, tactics, and strategies from the most inspiring entrepreneurs in the e-commerce industry. This podcast will help you add flexibility, stability, and happiness into your life. Ready? Let's go. Today on the show, we have Ashley Kincaid, an Amazon expert coach and master trainer. Since 2015, she's inspired and equipped thousands of business owners around the world. Her program provides Amazon entrepreneurs with the skills and strategies they need to build a full-time online empire from the ground up. In this episode, you'll learn what is private level label selling, the steps you need to follow when getting started on Amazon, and you can learn how Ashley and her team actually find products. Check it out. All right, Ashley, happy, uh, well, this is Monday, but anybody who's watching it, how, how are you doing? Well, blessed and grateful. I always say that. So uh, excited. We're, uh, you know, almost the end of January. Can't believe it. How are you guys doing? Doing great. I can't believe that either. I know. Yeah. End of January. Month is, crazy. Month is flying by already. It is. So, uh, well, I want to get definitely into the business side of things here for like specifically like what you guys do, but let's let's break down the Amazon FBA first. I think there's a lot of misnomers about what it actually is. Can you explain what Amazon FBA is and then we'll we'll kind of dive into what you do and why people should pay attention to it, but I think they've heard the name. They just really don't know exactly what that means. What, Amazon FBA? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, Amazon FBA or anything that related to that, yeah. Yeah, for sure. FBA stands for, for fulfilled Fulfillment by Amazon. So really simple. When you shop on Amazon, uh, Amazon fulfills the order for third-party sellers. So that's people like us. So um, Amazon FBA is a huge network of global warehouses that makes it really easy just for everyday people to start an e-commerce business, uh, even if they don't have a website or they don't have any traffic, they don't even have to have a product. So um, FBA is simply a program that Amazon.com offers to people, you don't have to even have a business, to people that want to make money selling products on their platform. Okay. And then well, I guess why isn't everybody kind of taking this up? What do you, what do you, what's kind of the first step to to use this service? Sure. Uh, well, it's a little bit harder these days to become an Amazon seller than when I started in 2015. Pretty much anybody with, you know, a, a hand could set up an Amazon seller account. But uh, today you have to have, you know, bank account, like re you know, real, real kind of stuff set up to run a real business. But uh, it's pretty simple. If you just go online and, and Google how to set up an Amazon seller account, you'll just need some basics, a bank account, uh, you know, a, a or utility statement that matches your bank. You don't need to have a business set up or anything like that. It's a couple of week process uh, where Amazon's going to, you know, verify that you are who you say you are and, you know, get your bank account and your credit card linked up and all that. So uh, there's a couple more requirements, like real in-depth requirements, but generally like, you know, eight or nine out of 10 people watching your podcast uh, should be able to become an Amazon seller. Okay. So What's what is your background and how did you get into this? And then like like maybe we can take us on that that journey there and then we can dive into what does it look like for other people who maybe want to add this to like what they're doing or currently offer 
what you're currently offering or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Aaron. Well, um, I started selling on Amazon.com in 2015. So kind of back in the gold rush of selling on Amazon when you could sell anything and put anything on the website and kind of get a a store started. Um, But I uh, used to work in corporate America, um, you know, looked for ways to make money online and pay my bills. I was on unemployment and, you know, trying to figure out how to, you know, support myself in 2015. And so I was really lucky to discover Amazon FBA. And I, I went online and I went, wow, there's a lot of people doing really well with this, you know, not just making a few dollars here and there, but making really great money. So um, I started off as a bookseller on Amazon, which was super popular back in 2015 when, um, you know, that was a, a, people were building really big used book businesses. So I did that and um, I went way beyond what I thought I was going to do with Amazon. I originally thought I would just make some side money and I actually built like a six figure book business, uh, just buying used books at like garage sales and retail shops and places like that for a couple dollars and flip, flipping them on amazon.com for 10 or 15 or $20. And I realized, wow, that's like insane profit. Where else can you get a profit like that? Like, in a business, right? It took me a few mm-hmm. few bucks to start, literally some boxes from UPS and um, sending my products into Amazon. So that's how I started. Um, and then I eventually transitioned to all different business models on Amazon, selling digital products, um, arbitrage, wholesale, retail arbitrage, and different ways to, to build a store on Amazon, but totally on amazon.com. And then uh, my end game was private labeling. It took me a few years to get there, but I, I grew a seven-figure private label business on Amazon and then exited from it uh, in the health and health and wellness space. So that's kind of been my journey on Amazon.com. And um, now, you know, today my team we've launched tens of thousands of private label products on Amazon. So um, it's just been a fun journey, and I really like today helping people more steer towards private labeling. You know, having your own brand. Uh, white label, private label, whatever your listeners like to call it, but you know, creating something of your own, your own asset, which is a little bit of a journey, different journey than I went on. But um, that's how I basically got started with Amazon. Then I veered more into education side of things. Now we help people set up their stores, like I did. Um, but uh, it's been it's been a fun journey, and Amazon has really created a lot, a lot of opportunities for me. So I like to tell people about it. What are the pros and cons of the that private label route um, versus, I guess, like not having any brand back in you whatsoever, right? Pros and cons of private labeling? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, I think there's a, that's a great question. Um, pros would be for your listeners, um, being able to differentiate yourself from all the sellers on Amazon. So every day we're launching 10 or 20 products on Amazon a day. Um, and we're looking for those opportunities to bring something new to the marketplace. So if you have an idea, or if you're an idea kind of person like I am, private label is really fun because you can look at Amazon and think, wow, I could make that better. Or I could solve a problem for somebody and just literally create an idea out of thin air, come up with a new concept. So uh, also Amazon really heavily favors private label sellers in 2023. Um, it's a lot easier to be legitimate on Amazon if you have a trademark, if you have a you know registered brand. So it just gives you a lot of legitimacy in Amazon's eyes. Uh, I probably would, in 2023, I would not want to not have a private label product on Amazon. Uh, it's a lot more safe to keep your account healthy. Um, some of the cons would be it is a little bit more money to start up than what I just described earlier with books. Uh, you need some money to play on Amazon today. So, you know, at least $5,000, $10,000 really helps you kind of get your foot in the door and like actually get some inventory to sell and to test the products on Amazon. So those are the pros and cons. 
Um, but um, ultimately, if you do want to be an Amazon seller listening to the show, I would really recommend, uh, you know, get your feet wet, get some sales, you know, figure out a little bit about the platform, but then start to think about how you can build a brand, not just on Amazon, but also off Amazon, which we do that too. Okay. A couple, a couple of follow-ups from that. What, what's kind of like step one, like, is this one of those things where like you need to find a product, a winning product? Like how do you find a quote unquote winning product to even start to do private label with, or how do you figure out the manufacturer? Kind of walk through the steps there. If you were going to create another private label, which you probably do every day, but or work with people to do it every day, what's kind of that? What's the process behind that? I guess. Sure. So, um, I would not recommend doing it how I did it when I first launched my first private label product. I didn't do a lot of data or really look at the numbers to really know what was selling. Um, but I still had some good success. But today in 2023, um, how we launch private label products is we're very data driven. So there's so many cool tools that Amazon can set you up with to basically select a product. So this isn't about like having an idea necessarily. It's more about using the tools that Amazon provides through their API. Amazon provides so much data to sellers. Once you set up your seller account, you know, you get signed up with Amazon, the first step, you're going to have to have something to sell, right? So I would recommend getting in a third party tool. Um, it can be something like Jungle Scout or Helium 10. There's even some free ones out there that aren't are usually aren't quite as good, but basically a software tool to help you kind of start to look at the data from Amazon about sales trends, um, you know, frequently searched keywords, sales velocity, bestsellers rank. And you'll be able to like anyone literally in a few minutes can see what is selling on Amazon. And then you can take that information and start to think in a higher level. Okay, well, uh, you know, um, I could make this a little bit different. We teach a lot. We do a lot of differentiation on Amazon. We literally just look at what's already selling in the data and we'll just slightly change the product, literally like a, a, a small, small change, like a color or a, a pack um, or even just keywords on the product. So um, that's really how it starts is looking at what's already selling on Amazon and just looking for slight differentiation opportunities, uh, opportunity, opportunities to improve, and then going down and, you know, obviously you need to find a supplier, uh, find someone who can actually manufacture that product for you. So it's a little bit of a process, but once you kind of get the hang of it and you're always launching new products, it really doesn't take a lot of time to maintain it. And is it also like an app to find the manufacturer and then like once you've gotten that kind of handled, then you go to like, I guess at what point would do you go and start creating your own brand through, you know, Shopify or something else outside of Amazon? Or do you do Amazon to prove the concept and then you can like market? What would be your steps? There? Um, You know, we work with thousands of people and most people we work with don't really have a desire to get off Amazon. They really like the Amazon platform. It allows, uh, I mean, our average students working like 10, five, five to 10 hour week and in some cases running really big brands on Amazon. So Amazon provides a lifestyle that a lot of people like um, that we work with. Uh, typically, we don't recommend people even look off Amazon until they're making like at least ten dollars to $20,000 a month in revenue on Amazon. And then if they want to scale beyond that, absolutely move to like a shopping cart, Shopify, Walmart, Etsy, eBay, you know, retail stores, things like that. Um, so it's really a great place to start. It's a great place to like test, you know, validate product ideas before you go big and, you know, go to Walmart or those, those retailers that require a lot more money to get started. So Amazon is just a great place to validate a product idea. You can literally like 
get one unit of a product that you think that you might want to sell, uh, get it on Amazon and sell one unit. And then if it sells, you can order more, work with the manufacturer. You asked if there was an app. Um, we don't use an app. We work as sourcing agents. We have our own sourcing team at our company that sources all of our products for us. So they actually go to China, are they on the ground? They, they, know, they know the language and the culture, and then they get the quotes and they bring them to us. So we don't actually typically deal directly with manufacturers. Very cool. Okay. Yeah. I've always heard like people trying to like the trouble of finding a manufacturer, finding the products or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. That's really, so, that's really the biggest thing that we, we used to do it that way. That's what we used to, we used to go on Alibaba, um, AliExpress and like directly try to find our own manufacturers. And that's where we typically found people can get stuck. And so we, we've, we've moved more towards sourcing agents, good sourcing agents. And do people have to find sourcing agents through through like you or they just like find those people online or what's, how do they find a sourcing agent? Yeah, you can, you can find them online. We have our own internally at our company that work privately with us, um, but you by no means have to work with us. You can go, you can Google. They, they aren't easy to find. I will say that finding a good sourcing agent is challenging. We spend a lot of time and, you know, getting to know our internal team of sourcing agents, but um, Upwork, I've heard of people going on Upwork.com and finding sourcing agents, kind of like a freelance VA type web website. Um, it's tough. It's really tough to find sourcing agents. There are some companies out there. You can just Google, you know, Amazon sourcing agents. You're going to have mixed results with that. It really just depends on what your product is. But, um, you know, we just work with our own internal team, about five five sourcing agents that we vetted and we found over the years. And basically we pay them a small fee. They go out and get the quotes. And if they can, if they can get the product for us, they come back and give us a quote, mock, supplier name, contact information, all of that. So we don't actually do the digging process. They match us with a supplier and we take it from there. But um, yeah, sourcing agents are, are not easy to find for Amazon, um, especially if you're someone starting small. A lot of times they, may, they might require a bigger initial order and things like that. Would Amazon FBA also work with, I mean, I, I think we have a lot of, even our own, you know, clients where they already have built stores on Shopify, for example. Uh, a lot of them are clothing stores. Um, would that, I guess the clothing area, right, would that work as an Amazon FBA um, route too? Uh, yes, we have a we have a lot of folks who do clothing. It's not typically what we rec it's not one of our favorite categories for private label just because there's on Amazon we don't recommend it typically for a new person, but absolutely um you know clothing sells all day on Amazon. Um for a new person it can be a little bit difficult. I can say we I can say our manufacturers that would have a little our sourcing agent don't have a bit of trouble sourcing that category. Um as well as Amazon just returns are quite high with that category, but um absolutely I mean there's 25 plus categories on Amazon we're in every single one of them. So, um there's always those opportunities. Hey, so owners, are you ready to grow and scale your online business predictably and profitably? We've created a free 15 minute training that will walk you through the five key areas every online store needs to achieve financial success. You can grab the free training by going to optimizestoreownercom forward slash ecom dash training or clicking the link below in the podcast description. Again, that is optimizedstoreownercom forward slash ecom dash training. What is a when it's a what's a takeable timeline from hey we, we want to work with Ashley or we want to work you know and get this whole private label thing going what is the timeline from I come up with the idea to 
concept to meeting with manufacturers and then finally start making some money? Is there like a, a broad range of like timeline there? Very, very broad range. Right now it's Chinese New Year, so things are delayed a bit. But typically we see like a totally new person who never even has done this before can get a private label product up on Amazon in about three to four months or sooner. Um, it really just depends on so many factors go into that. Uh, obviously, like, you know, picking a product quickly, we don't want to get caught up in like picking the perfect product, right? Um, that process should take no more than seven days to really pick something to sell and just pick it. You move forward, you work with our sourcing agents, we'll get you matched with someone really quickly. We verify, we, at our company, we verify product ideas. We have a whole team that works with you on that. But as long as those process steps are moved through quickly and you get your first initial order on Amazon, three to four months is plenty of time to like get your product from China or India, wherever you're sourcing it from, get it into Amazon and really just have it up and fully optimized in four to six months. And and then it's just a matter of maintaining it, launching a few more products. Uh, we've even seen people launch a private label product in about 60 days. It really just depends on, you know, how quickly you can get your product, if it's domestically manufactured. Um, but I think three to six months is like a super comfortable timeline. Like that's all the way from never done this before to like income coming in and selling it. I was reading, I don't know why this came to me, but I was reading a tweet not too long ago don't even remember the guy, but he was talking about potentially doing higher end items with manufacturers in the US. Is that a thing? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. My my private label products, more than half of them were sourced in the US. I had American American manufacturers. So um, absolutely. Um, generally, no, like generally, no. Um, we have some we lots of folks in like beauty and skincare and health healthcare and things like that do source in the US, but I would say nine out of ten of our products are are manufactured overseas. And that's just because of cost and costs. Yeah. Um cost, generally cost, you know, the margins, if you want to make the margins that we want you to make on Amazon, we generally do source overseas. Mm-hmm. And also mock, okay. mock, mock minimum order quantity. And also our sourcing agents work with overseas suppliers too. So, Got it. Uh, so talk about margin then. I think that was a, a really good point. Like coming up with whatever the product is, what price point do you like to see a product in? And then what kind of margins do you like to work off of? Typically, we like to see at least 100% return on investment. So that means if you're a person out there and you can get a product from a manufacturer for like $2 a unit, I'm sorry, let me give a better example, like $10 a unit. You should be able to at least double your money. That means your net profits at least ten dollars. You're selling it. Rule of thirds. Okay, so your product's ten dollars. You can go. You can find someone that would sell it to you for ten bucks. You you should be able to sell it for at least thirty dollars on Amazon. So ten dollars is your cost of goods. Ten dollars is your profit. Ten dollars is your Amazon fees, your shipping, your manufacturers. That's kind of the rough rough rule of thumb uh you know net profit for a private label seller should be somewhere to like 30 to 45 percent should be profit margin that comes in your amazon business off your private label seller which is really good compared to like wholesale margins i talked to a guy the other day he's making like five percent on wholesale he's happy with that but just he's more of a volume business um but uh that's the profit margin you really should look for the return on investment and ultimately um you know, just making sure that margin's there with, with private label. Got it. Yeah. Cause that's, that can definitely be a, yeah. Like you said, it, you have to do a volume play if it's, if you're doing a 5% margin or if something goes down, like that's a, that's a scary place to kind of be yes. in there. <laughs> yes. 
so what do you guys do on the on the brand side once they're like i say brand side they're doing private label like how are you helping them build the brand like if you know if they find the products it's profitable um time-wise they're spending 10 hours a week like what are they doing to increase the brand notoriety i guess at that point what are they doing to increase the brand notoriety well um there's a couple of things our students do one is you know building an external website uh, private label sellers on Amazon, we are allowed to have like a, you know, a, a website on our products, emails and things like that. So having an external website, figuring out how to ethically drive traffic to other websites. Um, you can't like explicitly do that as an Amazon seller, but there's ways that with your own brand, you can do that. Um, a lot of our students are, you know, pretty active on social media, Instagram, TikTok, building their brand that way. Um, and then ultimately I think just launching more brands, launching more products, getting more products out there is is really key to success too. So those would be most of the, most of the activities that um, you know Amazon sellers do to build a brand, um, and then you know always working on improving packaging, improving you know reviews on Amazon too. So what I I keep hearing you say, or I'm trying to make to, to make sense of that part of it too, is that. Uh, the better the brand is, it's kind of like a, it's an umbrella really. And you have the products underneath of those. And then your success is really by the amount of products that you can launch with it because one of them may die out, right? Nobody needs a iPhone 10 case anymore. So they don't sell as much. So they move on. Is that the reasoning behind that? Yes. Okay. So my first private label brand on Amazon, one of my biggest ones is bath bombs. So I was in the niche of bath bombs, you know, ba- bath bombs you drop in the, in the bathtub bath experiences. So um, I had four to five, different SKUs under that brand, uh, women's, men's, kids, just different kinds of products. Um, so ultimately, like what we like to tell people is you want to think of your, your product as an umbrella, you, right? You can't just have one product on Amazon. You need two to five. At least two to five is like a good safety net where if one is out of stock or one, you know, becomes restricted on Amazon, you've got at least two to five. Most of my big business partners, like I'm talking big Amazon sellers we work with at PLM, like seven, eight, nine figures. They have at least five to 10, at least five to 10 different private label products. So it's good to I guess, build that brand and think of it as a brand, how you can create complementary products that complement one another and mm-hmm. accessories and things like that. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that clears up a lot for me. I was just, yeah, trying to understand uh, where all those, like how often you need to basically do it. So, Okay. I was just trying to think through here with um with the brains that you kind of have right now. What's the what's the focus for 2023? Like is it anything changed with Amazon that, you know, it, like it's not going to drive as much traffic cuz I think what I'm trying to get at is that it's reliant on Amazon traffic. So you have to do something to be a, appealing to be on the first page of Amazon to be able to get those sales. I I don't know how that works, but like how do you make sure that your product also gets on Amazon that and it actually gets search volume and it's, you know, on the first page if if there's, um, you know, other competitors, really? Well, a lot of that comes down to a selecting a product that's not too competitive, you know, in the beginning. Okay. Right. So uh, we see products even today that are getting on page one or even page two without any pay per click on Amazon. So it really just comes down to. There's a lot of things. One is just keyword optimization, um, picking a product that doesn't have you know, a thousand competitors on Amazon. You can launch a product on Amazon, be on page 50. You know, you don't want to be having to compete with too many sellers. So we like products that aren't too in demand, like under 10, you know, under like five or 10,000 bestsellers rank. We like to go a little bit over the fray and just stay like over that and then find those niche opportunities. Um, but if you do want to get on page one, you are going to need to have generally pay per click on Amazon. 
which will start really small, 10 or $50 a day, uh, advertising a product on Amazon, just giving it juice, um, getting it ranked. We like to see a product get to like five to 10 sales a day. That's a really good product for us. And then um, just scaling it. But PPC on Amazon is really, really key today. In 2023, it's more important. Amazon's putting more search velocity behind products that have PPC campaigns. So I think like my, what I'm trying to say is you just need to know PPC better these days. And what is it compared? I don't know if you know much too much about Google, but like, is it is the pay per click better and more effective on Amazon? Like, is the cost lower than trying to go through something like a Google, or is it still pretty competitive? But the the margin still makes sense, or the money still makes sense. I guess it is very competitive. Um, it's still competitive. You need to budget more basically for PPC than you were in two thousand twenty two or two thousand twenty one. So it's just a little bit more competitive. Um, typically, we see like ten to twenty percent of our co- our sales price going to advertising. So um, it definitely can be. It's definitely more effective than driving like outside traffic to Amazon. So Amazon heavily weighs PPC and the search results in in how they how the alg- algorithm works. So it's really important to you know spend more on PPC um, and just have it in your budget, like at least ten to fifty dollars a day for thirty days uh, when you launch a new product. It's just going to help you get started. Um, I had a question more on the private label mastery side of things. Sure. I know there's a master class, but I guess what, how would people typically work with you? I know we mentioned a lot of different things, right? Starting from zero, um, pay-per-click, mm-hmm. um, building a brand. Um, I think you even mentioned where you would help some of your clients even transition from Amazon to something else. Um, how does how does working with you uh, work right now, I guess? Sure. So we work with hundreds of new Amazon sellers a month and they come into our company, usually have never done anything. And uh, yeah, they'll go to the masterclass or our website or click one of our ads and um, we'll basically get them set up with everything and then fast track the entire process. Like I said, we have a sourcing agent. We do your photography. uh, We help you with your verification on Amazon. We approve your product ideas that you sell. That's really a big piece of it. So you come in our program. We basically, our, our team treats your Amazon store like our own, like our own. Um, and we work with you inside your account. We have a really big team, like 40 people. We work with you inside your account and um, help you basically get a private label product on Amazon really quick. So um, quicker than you would do it yourself. We have tens of thousands of products on Amazon. So we have a lot of data on what's working, what's not working. Um, you come into our team. And even if you have an idea, that's great. Usually people don't. They don't even have anything. Um, and we get you set up in about 30 days. In 30 days, you've got your Amazon account set up. You know what product you're going to sell. You're working with our sourcing agency team. We're sourcing your product for you. We've proved that product. We know it's going to sell. We tell you exactly, exactly how much to order, all that good stuff. And then usually this, the our clients will do a little bit of their own. They'll do things like differentiating it, or maybe they want to come up with their own packaging. They can be involved in that creative process, but they don't have to be. And then we get their product sourced from the manufacturer and then it's shipped to Amazon. And we typically will start someone with two or three different products on Amazon. It really just depends how much money they want to spend and um, how involved they want to be. And then we help them with every aspect of that. We have our own pay-per-click team that works inside their pay-per-click account. Um, They can either do it themselves or you can use one of our, our team members to help you do it for you. And then basically over a six month period, we just like put gas on every student's Amazon business. So uh, typically when someone leaves us at six months, they've got two to five products on Amazon. 
Uh, that's kind of the timeline for working with our team. Um, but that's what it looks like when they come in. We just, you know, help someone get started from zero. It's obviously easier when they already have something. Uh, they maybe already have an Amazon account or have a, something they know they want to sell. We can move the process a little bit a little bit faster. But um, that's really what the process looks like. We have all the education, all the training you need. Um, uh, we have all the um, team, a coaching team that works with you as well. It coaches you on every aspect of your business. So that's what it really looks like working with us. It's about six months. And after six months, training wheels are off and <laughs> they're they're good to go. Not, um, not, that's awesome. Not really. Gosh, I mean, usually people, you know, people are in the business for the long term. So it, it can take a little longer than that. But six months is a really, yeah, a good time to get started. <laughs> that's awesome. So I feel like that was the whole gamut, right? From getting started, coaching, education, um, all in once. That's awesome. Yeah, I was going to say that as, um, I don't know of anything that... that I don't know if there's even really any competitors out there for you that do the kind of do the, the start to finish like that. Cause yeah, everything you've mentioned on this is kind of like you're literally walking us through guiding us step by step. Um, and is it, is it group coaching slash one-on-one? -on -one? Like, do you get to like, I mean, you, it sounds like you work with multiple people on your team to kind of work together on that, mm -hmm. to, to move everything forward. Um, but is there ever a, um, opportunity kind of to, like after the six months to work like directly like one-on-one -on -one with somebody or like what happens if we want to go to like you said the higher end the seven eight nine figure kind of stores after that we do we have some really high-end people that work with us and we have a more elite program you have to go through our first program to get invited to that right now it's closed i don't think we have any spots available but if you want to like really work we have like an eight-figure business we have a, a program for those people um, after they go through our initial program uh, but generally people, you know, most people work at their thrilled to make five or $10,000 a month on Amazon. So that's kind of the market of people we work with. And then after the six months, if you want to, you know, have more hands-on like us, our, our really big team of coaches who are high level sellers, really working with you inside your account, you can, but yes, our program's one-on-one. -on -one. Um, we have a very big coaching team and then some group, it's some group coaching as well. You're with a cohort of people who come in and, are at your same level of business the whole six months. So you have a community. Um, that's really, I think, something that's really important, you know, uh, when you're starting a business, Aaron and Christian, is you have a community. You know, you have a community of people to support you and cheer you on in the process. Definitely. So is this open at any time or kind of on demand and that just like everybody comes in like basically around the same time as what you're saying or same size of business um, and so we'll have that or is it like you only open this up so many times per year? Um, it's open. It's open ongoing depending on, you know, space available. We're always growing a lot. We have a lot of folks that want to work with us every day. So it's open. It's open. Um, you'll just need to head to our website um, or, uh, you know, click one of our ads if you see private label mastery. But generally people come to us through our website and through one of our ads. You know, we reach out to Amazon sellers and uh, but we are open all year. So if you always want, you can always have an opportunity to speak to our team. Perfect. That's what I was going to ask you next. Yeah. Is there any other places to kind of send people except for yeah. the website? I think that's a absolutely. Great place I have a, to, I have to a book for free for your listeners. If they go to ashleykincaid.com forward slash welcome, uh, I have a, just a book about all the products I've sold on Amazon, like specific products, pictures, everything. Um, ashleykincaid.com forward slash welcome. Um, I have, it's a real quick read just about my story of private labeling on Amazon. And uh, I'd love for your listeners to check that out. Um, yeah. Got it. Perfect. Okay. We'll put that in the show notes. Definitely. Thank you. 
Awesome. Thank you so much, Ashley. It's very, very uh, insightful. We learned, I learned a ton of stuff here. So thank you. And I know everybody else did too. Well, thank you, Christian, Aaron. I, I really appreciate getting to be on your show and, and thanks so much. That's a wrap. Before you go, screenshot this episode and tag us on Instagram stories at Bitbraining and let us know what you thought about this episode. And next, make sure to leave us an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps us reach more people and continue to improve the podcast for you. All right, guys, have a great day and we'll talk to you next week.